Yeah, oh, I'm just using this actually, as a here you go. Whoops, I'm sorry. He gave me an extra one, and, and I, I just... Yeah, see, they changed colors. Very good. Okay, we're at the Mishnah on Lamed Aleph on 31a. So, um, now uh, we're continuing on on Yantuf on those when you're busy cooking. Now, an integral part of cooking is fuel. You have to have uh, fire, to, you have to have wood to cook the fuel. So uh, we're continuing on. On Yesterday, we were talking about like transporting, like the barrels, schlepping the barrels, and using a shinoi and when you schlep the barrels. Today, we're talking about getting the wood. So uh, we talked about where you have an, a muksa, a, like a wood shed in the back, where you have the wood put away. Um, and again, for them, it was very important to put the wood away. If you didn't use your wood well, you'd be freezing meaning you had to figure out enough wood. Apparently, in the middle of the winter, you can't cut down the trees because the trees are frozen and they're, uh, uh, you know, you can't cut them down. They're wet. And the, so the wood had to be cut before the winter and stored and then used the right amount so that it'll last you throughout the winter. You'll have heat. And if you used it all up, it was really, uh, you know, try going out into the snow and cutting down the trees. It doesn't work. So... Oh, is that what it is also? Yeah, they have to dry out. They won't dry out in the winter. So uh, the wood was put away, and they were very strict about it. You didn't, you didn't open it up. So the question here was, can you, if you decided that you needed another piece or two, so that was yesterday. That was the muksa. That was, it was basically the wood shed. But what about instead of the wood shed, if you have trees that fell down on your property and you cut them up a little bit, and you go to those uh, areas in your fields to get the wood. So can you do that or not on Yantuf to gather in the wood? So you're allowed uh, to bring wood from the fields, as long as the wood was gathered together. It was put in one place. Rashi. Yeah, minim- look at that first Rashi. I was going to tell you, look yeah. at that first Rashi. It's like wild. He's so specific. Oh, the first one, maybe an yeah, solution. Now, you can't <laughs> chop the wood down. It's got to be separate from the field, and the field has to be in the tkum, and it's on Yantuf, right? <laughs> That's That's right. Right. He said, no, no. Right. That's right. Very good. Eric was pointing out how Rashi is very specific. If you had put them in a pile, goli daita. Uh, but the scattered pieces of wood that wasn't gathered, that would be muksa. That's this first view. So maybe in Eitzim and Asadim and Makunis, but not, as Rashi says, from the Mufuzer. Next, Umina Karpef. But if you're gathering this wood, good morning, Richard. We're just starting the second line from the top on Lamed Aleph 31a. Uh, and if you're gathering wood from your Karpef, uh, a karpef is an area of land that has a fence around it. That's a, it's an area of land. I don't know what you would call it today. Um, it's, it's not your house. It's not the chutzer in front of your house. It's a prop... What? They call it an enclosure. An enclosure. It's an enclosed area. Yeah. Like it, a corral. Like a what? Like a corral. A corral? A yeah, a corral would probably... Uh, it's got a fence around it, and it's your property... Um, and so you, um, the, you have a fence, which it's enclosed, which means that other people can't go there. 
but uh, so in the carpet you have scattered wood. What do you, how do you define a kosher? It's close to the city. It's not, not like woods. It's somewhere near the city that, that you have. And so therefore, the wood that's there is not muksa you have in mind. Riyosi said, As long as it has, a, uh, as a, it has a, a door and a lock that you get in, a way in, so then it's a formal uh, property. Even if it's outside the city, as long as it's in the Tchum Shabbos. That's it. Um, okay. Uh, let's see the Gemara. You can only bring wood from what's gathered in the carpet. Well, Gemara said, well, what do you mean? We just said, so again, uh, the, uh, we talked about a field. I, I didn't, we didn't really define a field, but uh, we talked about a field and a carpet, an enclosure. And we said in the field, you could... Wouldn't you have a fence around your field? I don't know. Do oh, you? It's my field. Depends where it is. Uh, do you have to keep people out or animals out? So I guess you do. It, it could be you had shrubs around. I don't know. I don't no, know. Okay, if so like, in other words, if my son is going to have a fence around it, so, and my carpet does, so then... What's the difference? Yeah. They had a different name. Yeah, maybe, saying, yeah. um, field, I guess you planted things. Maybe that's anything that you plant. Maybe if a carpet, you didn't plant stuff. I don't, yeah, it was like know, an still. empty lot. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but at any rate, in the field, the Mishnah was clear only from what's gathered. It was the carpet that we said even scattered. Now, all of a sudden, Rabbi Yudah said the name of Shmuel, that even the carpet, um, uh, it, it, it can only be gathered. And we learned in our Mishnah that no, in the carpet it can be scattered. So the Gemara said that's Masnisin Yachidoihi. That's uh, two opinions, and our Mishnah is following. Uh, it's one opinion. In other words, there's an argument about the carpet. Uh, he says Beishama and Beisul actually argued. They all agree that if it's scattered and it's in the field, shame that you can't use that. And if it's gathered and it's in the carpet. Shemavian, then you could bring that. Where's the argument? That's, that's exactly the argument about the, the scattered in the uh, enclosure. Or what's gathered in the fields. Beis was strict and said, don't bring. Beis said you could. Um, what about uh, uh, instead of like big logs, what about um, uh, leaves, uh, l- small branches of uh, reeds and uh, grapevines? What if you gathered them together? You, you gathered all these small branches together. So is that considered gathered or not? So he says, All you need is a zika. All you need is a little bit of wind. They scatter. In other words, he says that, that these things that, are, that um, the wind is going to blow around, even if right now they're gathered, that's not gathered. But if you put a weight on it to hold them in place, then shopper dummy. So uh, the issue again here is that those things that are set aside for uh, use, uh, for gathering wood, for fire, are not muksa. And those things which are scattered and blown around, you, they are uh, considered muksa. The question here was, um, 
what about, uh, does it depend on, what about the Karpef? Does it make a difference? Um, it sounds like since the Karpef is in the city, uh, therefore you, you have in mind that you're going to use it. That whatever you have there, you're going to use. So even the scattered things. But we had a question just now about those, um, the light things that the wind blows around. Even if they're gathered, it doesn't mean that it's almost like you raked it together, but you know the wind's going to come along and blow, blow, it, blow out the pile. Okay. Uh, so then we said, Eze uh, Karpef. So we defined what the Karpef is. So, Iboilahu, this is the question. Hachikamar, what does it mean to say? Kosher Samakal ear, it's got to be near the city and it's got to have a, a posechus. It's got to have an opener. It's got to have a, a lock and a gate that opens that has a key. He says, well, if it's really locked up and it has, uh, you have control over who goes in and who goes out, it doesn't even have to be in the city. It can even be outside the city. Odilma, or maybe Hakikamar. Maybe this is what he means. If it's near the city, it doesn't matter whether it has a key, or it doesn't have a key. No, he says, he says if it's outside the city, only if it has this opening. If it has no opening, even next to the city, it won't help. So how important is the posekas? Is this... Um, so again, the way I look at it is it's whether the field is, is uh, does it keep people out? If it has no posekas, then it, like no way to get, no, nothing that is like locked, then anybody can go in and then it's not really, uh, the property there is really like, uh, it's, just, it's, it's, it's almost like Hefker, yeah. So how important is the, is the lock? Um, I tried to look for Rashi. Rashi just uses the word mishtamir. It's like protected if it's got the posekas. But he doesn't really describe what the posekis is. Okay. So, um, so Tashma, let's see what we can prove. As long as you enter it through an entrance and a key, a field of so It is a long, it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Shmami, now it would be good. He says two leniencies. Uh, it's got either one, either next to the city or with the posekis. And we're lenient with either one of those factors. If he got the field uh, next to the city, oh, here he is, okay. Or you got it next to the city, or you have the, um, uh, have the posekis. Um, does anybody have a theory how the posekis worked? Was it like your key, or is it just like something that's, that's it's like effort to get in there? Um, that I don't know. In other words... Is it like our house key that's made only for me to open, or is it just in general that it's locked up? And you, nobody else would go in because it's yours, but it, it's, it's just that it, since it has a lock... Um, like a storage area? Yeah, something like that. Okay. New Mishnah. Don't know more about the... Uh, uh, so again, there, there the question was one of Muksa and whether uh, since it was... Um, guarded or protected, so you knew you could depend on having your wood there, uh, and therefore it was not considered muksa. Um, uh, the only thing, I was scanning through that long rashi, he mentions, like you said, mishtameres. Yeah. It, it makes it more mishtameres. Right, right. But and I, then the subject yeah. would be, you know, it could be further because it has a lock. Right. So I wanted more of a description of the oh, lock. Oh, oh, yeah. Is it like a key? Yeah, is, yeah. It, is it the, the door? Like, is, you know, I just, I, I just wanted to know right, more right, right. about so what they're saying. Yeah. Let's see. Surely, surely it doesn't require a key to be brought to it because then you'd be carrying it. Yeah. Not anybody can get in. You know, 
in the Iratsams and in the benching, uh, in the Harakaman, you know, it's, it's, you know, you want the husks that are some of them here, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So the carpape is a, is a big area. It's like a sada that's exposed. So it, that's real. That's a lot of real estate. So so only a wealthy person would uh, would, would have a would have a lot of car carpape. I imagine so, right, right. Um, I was waiting for somebody to ask Tosa's question. Uh, there, we said that in the Karpef, even if the wood is scattered, you're allowed to gather it on Yantaf. So is that not Ma'amar? Is that not Ma'amar? Very good. Okay. Saftosis. Tema. Tosis says it's a wonder. Oh, we're supposed to do the next Tosis. It's a wonder. My Havi Ma'amar, Shuhu Av Malocha. How are you allowed to gather wood? Gathering things in a field is a type of labor that you're not allowed to do. That's, that's a big job. When you get anything that you gather in a field is like, um, uh, is something that you shouldn't be allowed to do. So what, why are we just worried about muksa, which is a rabbinic type of thing? If you're gathering wood, it's a Torah problem. Yeshlomar, Tosu says that Yisod. Gathering is only where it grows. In other words, if it grows like an, where on the farm and you gather it in, that's the malacha of gathering. But if it's uh, over here where the wood has fallen down and it's in different places, it's not really farmed, that, Tosis is saying, wouldn't be emor, wouldn't be gathering. Okay, that's a good, good, good idea to know. Okay, let's see the Mishnah. Uh, what about chopping wood down? What about chopping up wood, I should say, not chopping down? You have, you have big logs and you need to cut them up in order to just... Think about uh, in the Torah story about Slavchad. What his sin was was that he was gathering wood mm -hmm. in the desert. So the wood there fell, didn't fall from around there. It fell, came from wherever, like blew in or whatever. So that, that that's an example of gathering that didn't fall from where it came from. That's, he, he, mm -hmm. he got death penalty. That's you know, a good point. Um, was the gathering because it was caring, or was because he was gathering? Yeah, there's, a, there's a difference of opinions, but like, but how, how did, you know, listen, the whole thing that they're in the desert, and there's water, and there's trees, that whole thing is miraculous. How do you know that it was just blown in and scattered? How do you know that when they had their miraculous oasises, they didn't have trees? I'm going to say maybe they were trees. Maybe yeah, it did grow there. How yeah. do we know? Yeah. There, um, it is more described like a wilderness where you could have had, it, was, it wasn't like a sand desert where it was just sand. It was more like a, a wilderness where they, there were areas where and, there and were they trees. And the oasis came, things grew, they had, you know. Right. Maybe, so, 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 say maybe know, that was part of the miracle that idea. where they would come places, there'd actually be trees growing there. Yeah, I, I hear. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know either way. Right. It's also, it could be that's what Tosis means, that it has to be gathered where it, it grows. If it's already not in the place where it grows, it's already, it's already had that step. It's, n it's not really at its original place. I hear. That's, it's interesting. Well, uh, it's, it's worth looking into. Okay. So, no Mishnah. Ain, so, you're chopping wood. So, you can't chop wood from those big beams or from a beam that broke on Yantuf. And um, so uh, here uh, we'll see in the Gemara about what the issue is with these uh, beams. The, the simple is these beams were not set aside for firewood necessarily. 
the or especially where it broke on Yantif. The ain misfet, it's like like a it's like a phone pole or something, like a big wide beam. Those you don't break up for firewood. The ain misfet. Now in those cases like, where you are allowed to do it, what do you use? So don't use your cardam, don't use your hatchet, and don't use your sickle or a loba mago, one side or two side. I just use a kopitz. It just says ain 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 ain. Ella. And don't use this and don't use this and don't use this. Only use that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you say, yeah, okay. Very detailed here. Let's see, Rashi. Yeah, let's see some Rashi's here. Uh, what's the deal? What are these things? He says the average cardam uh, hatchet is made like a craftsman thing. Shirosha He says it's like our hatchets. On the other side, it's not really Visarugos uh, Hasusim. I don't know. I don't know what Rashi's uh, uh, explaining about the cardam. But below Megira, that's a shagik. Ain't sakin malay pigimus. It's a knife that has a lot of uh, teeth. Umamahir lockets bo eitim. It cuts very quickly. The kli umen who usually a craftsman has a saw. A saw. Oh, siga. Okay, saw. Uh, Mago, that's called the Deluria, or Shrifa. The Kulin Kli Umenhain, and they're all Kravanir Kaosa Malacha. If you're using the craftsman's tools, the woodchopper's tools, so then if you're on Yantav, if you're seen with those tools, it looks like you're doing a regular job. So therefore, they said you should only use your kopits. What's kopits? Damko Sakin Shakova, it's like a butcher knife. It's like our, our mini hatchets. It's really not a kliuman. It's not a professional no, tool. You wouldn't take that to cut trees. Yeah. And sometimes they have two sides. On one side, it's like the hatchet of the... Of the uh, it's, it's, I think it's like the, it's got the sharpness on one side and the flat thing on the other side. It's not really the professional woodchopper's tool of choice. It's more a like a mini hatchet that they so use. So what if you see the rabbi of the city going out with that thing? You know that that's not his trade. Right. It's something you, the butchers use to cut oh, to break okay. the bones or whatever. It's a it's a. Like, uh, like a shoe, shoe so this brings to mind a couple of things in, ter- in terms of Shabbos. When you talk about Shabbos and items of muksa. Hmm. you say that if you have an item which is specialized, like a, a Moel's knife, mm-hmm. it's only used for a particular purpose. Mm-hmm. You really can't use that for other things. Yeah, because he's particular about it, it's it's Muksan Shabbos because it's it has a special utility for it. Mm-hmm. So here, here you're talking about cutting wood with a butcher's cleaver, which is specialized for the butcher's work. So, uh, no, so Rashi said it's not a kliuman. It's not a vessel specialized for a worker. It's not a worker's tool. It's, it, I, I, I kind of view it as like the, you know, it's what people have in their homes. You know, it's more like a, um, a cleaver. Yeah. In other words, there are, um, there, there, are, there are like wood choppers, and wood choppers have certain big, you know, types of tools that they use. And this is like something, an all-purpose type of thing that you have at home. I don't because think it's. So then it does align because those, those, you said the wood chopper has his tools. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't use that for something else that's designated. Right. So that's for its muksa. But this other tool, which is more common and which is used for other purposes, 
you can use. So it does align with that. Correct. I think so. I think so. I think that's what we're talking about. As we turn the page. I, Ramas, Reisha, Aim, Yavak, and Klal. Didn't we say in the first part, you're not allowed to chop down those uh, poles? So first we say no chopping, and then we say, well, this is how you chop, right? So, uh, so what's going on here? So, Omar, Rebihud, Omar, Shmuel, This is what it means to say. Aim, Mizvak, and Minasaur, Shokoros. You don't chop down uh, the... Uh, the Okay. These are like the rows of wood, uh, the builder's wood. Um, uh, and not from those beams. Uh, those are, um, we don't do the wood chopping from those big, tall poles. I wouldn't want to go to the sewer. Yeah. What's that word? Sewer. <laughs> uh, misvaken, but you could, if it's a broken one, then you could. Uh, if it broke before Yantuk. Shame is vakin, and when you do your cutting, ain mevakin, don't do your cutting. Loba kardam, loba magova, loba gera. Don't use any of those three. Ella bakofits use that use this hatchet. Tani nama aim is vakin eight lo minasaur, shokoris lomina korish and ishbur yantuf, lefisha ainaminamuchan. Those are muksa, those are really not uh what you use for firewood typically. Those are builder, you know, big big logs and things. And so those um uh those uh, you shouldn't use unless there's a broken one, and then the broken one would be something that would not have this uh, muksa problem. Um, Rashi says, "Sower shall course hamoshka vosla oritz shall binyan." They're sitting, they're laid down on the ground of a building. Meaning, they're getting ready to use them for building supplies. I, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Below bekardim. So, what's the deal here with the kardim? So, amrev kenirabar shami mishmedirab lo shana al benakvishalo. So apparently there's two parts of this hatchet. There's the female side, and then there's the male side. But um, when we said don't use the cardam, we meant don't use the female side, but the male side you could. It's mutter. So more sepshitza, but kofit's none. Yeah, it's like, a, it's, we said you could use the, uh, the knife. That's when it's by itself. Avakardam kopitz, if it's half and half, so aimam ligu to haigisa, so if you can't use the other half, haigisa, you can't use the hatchet side, maybe you can't use the cleaver side. Namia, so kamashmola, you could use the cleaver side. Ikadamasa, some people learn it the other way around. Ella, but kopitz, you can only use the cleaver. Omarev kaneb barshamish made a rab loshan, you can only use the male side, but not the female side. So that would be forbidden. So pshita. Uh, but said, well, you can't use a hatchet. So the more said, Ma'ud tame mahanimi kardam. That's when it's on a full hatchet. Avo chofitz v'kardam. But if it's the knife hatchet, the cleaver hatchet, aim omiga to haigisa shari. Since you can use uh, the 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 knife side, haigisa nami shari. Kamash malan. The confusion is this: Is it the particular type of tool uh, that's forbidden? And then when you have a half and half, uh, you can use the one half and not the other. Or is, it, is, is that not the issue? But before we go, try to explain it too much, I'll do the tosos and I'll explain to you why I didn't try to explain. Um, usually male-female is pretty easy to understand. It's a little bit more complex over here. What's the male side of the hatchet and the female side? But let's do the, third, uh, the second tosos. Avakarna kama hagisa shari hagisa pirsha tosos ein anu bekiyim bekardum heich ek nasen. Tosa says, we have no idea what their hatchets look like. <laughs> he says, don't use hatchets, just do it by hand. So I don't know what Tosa, how do, you, how do you break up the wood by hand? But 
Unless it means the hand, hand so sword. You take your hand and you just crack it against your thigh. Obviously, we're not speaking about a thick piece. Um, yeah. Rashi did seem yeah. to know what was going on here with this right, hatchet. Talking, yeah. yeah, Rashi, let's go to the Raj Loshan. But I, I like Tosis because it excuses me from understanding it. <laughs> Tosis <laughs> says, I have no idea what it is. So, okay, that's good. Rashi says, Loshan, but not the female part. Barosh HaRochav, there's the wide part. Shekotzenbo eats L'Rochvo. You use part of it to cut the width of a tree. That part looks more like a craftsman. But the male part, Barosh HaKatzer, is the Shemavakim Bo'etzim. There's like one part that's for a, for a wide part of a tree and one part for a narrow. I don't do enough wood cutting today. I mean, I, I have the picture. You've got like the, the thin part on the front, you know, and then you've got the thicker. So apparently, but one part's called the female and one part's called the... I imagine the male is the, is, is the one that is, is sticks out and the female is like the flatter part. But um, He's saying that the... the the, 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 he's saying that the female one is the thicker one that you would use for the thick logs, so that's the bigger one. But usually, the, when you have a flat half of an axe, it Right, the, the pick, right, you I'm would like, use that... I left my phone in the car, so I don't know if you had the picture. As, as opposed to the flat end, which looks like a hammer. Right, right. And the flat, I guess you would, like, smash, whereas the pick is like a... Um, yeah. I was going to say, I, I find it more difficult on the second version than the first, because I can understand the first version where I say, okay, well, if this was after, then uh, the Havamina would be the tall washer. Because it's but, not a craftsman tool. Yeah, but this idea that, it, oh, this is sorry... Um, the other side would right. Well, if this doesn't that, that's a little harder to understand. Right. Would, by itself, it wouldn't be sorry, but somehow. Right. That's right. In other words, if if it was part of a tool that only a craftsman used, uh, the hatchet of a woodcutter, so you can't use it. But since it's a multi-purpose thing, and one of the multi-purpose things is the hatchet side, so it's part of a tool that's not muksa. That, that was the way I understood it. Like a. Uh, in other words, there's there's one side of it that you can sort of use as a chopper, but it's not on the it's not something a professional wood chopper would use, something like that. Okay, new mission. Yeah, like doing a hatchet, on, it depends, I think, on the definition of buka. Buka means to to open up to, to because you want to release something inside the wood. So there are two ways to to split wood. Um, you can you cut a log longitudinally. That takes it. Uh-huh. It's interesting because also by the Yamsuf it says it uses the word baka, right? Split. Oh, there's a picture there. Oh, very good. Very good. Who's got the picture? Art scroll? Amazon. It's a matic. What's that picture? Who, what's he coming to? to Just show you what it, show what the what it looks like. What, 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 what this tool is? What he googled this tool? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Somebody put it up there. That was good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, very good. What they put in? That's what I'm saying. What they type in? <laughs> I looked up axe pick. You look up what? Axe pick. Oh, axe pick. 
I think, though, it's something like that where there's two different sides, so you can do different types of work. So the question is, if one of the sides has a chopper, and since you're not allowed to chop, well, is it the issue that it looks like the craftsman tool, and so once the, if you can't chop, so maybe you can't even use the cutting side, or the other way around, if you could cut, maybe you could use the chopping side. Okay, let's see the mission. Uh, let's say you have a storehouse full of fruits. Now, fruits, by the way, doesn't mean fruits. Uh, fruits in the Gemara always means things that grow. It could have been grain or, or beans. or a, Sometimes it's confusing. You're thinking fruits, but it, it could mean like... Uh, so you've got a, a storehouse, Venifkas. And uh, so what they did was, um, again, it was very important that this be stored, just like they needed to put wood away for the winter, they needed to put food away. And again, if they ran out, it, it was... A, so. Yes. Uh, so what they would do was they would put a wall up in front of it. They would put up bricks and brick it up. And this way people wouldn't go into it. Now, what happens if the wall uh, started was already broken into? So so you, should, you can take from the area where it opened up. Ramirez says, I poked the heel of a note. You can open it up. You don't have to just have a one that's opened. You can actually open up... Uh, the uh, the the blockage in the storehouse. They didn't have a proper door. They just blocked the thing up. They just blocked the thing up, uh, unless there were like multiple things. Like they had the grain, and then they put like a wall, and then they had the barley, and then oh, they had the wood. That's inside. Inside. That's inside. It's inside. So the more as a question, well, why would Rivmeir say you can open it up? Vahakasosa Olo, aren't you knocking down a wall? So we're talking about bricks that are not cemented together. They're just stacked up. Uh, loose laid. Loose, loose laid. That's the turn right. So uh, Rashid, Cedar, Shovan, and Belotit. It's, uh, it's bricks without cement. And you can take them apart. And you take Even them apart. Even though it was there for a while. Right. right. Last where you can play with Legos. <laughs> you know. Okay. That's a, that's right. A, so, Aini, it's not so. If there's some random bricks that are left over from a building job, they're not muksa, and you're allowed to move them on Shabbos. Because they make great uh, things to lean on. You know, a big brick you could sit on. Or, or like a big... Um, uh, so, shoginu, but if somebody stacked them up, vadi uksinu. If they stacked up the bricks, that would be muksa. So, Omer of Zeret. So the question is, why are you allowed to take from this stack of bricks then? If stacked bricks are muksa... So how are you allowed to take from this uh, stack over here? So Amr Zeru Biyantov Amr Lobushabas. The reason is it's because it's Yantov. And uh, Yantov, you're allowed to move Muksa. Let's see, Rashi. Uh, Shari um, That's not the Rashi I want to do. Omar of Zera. Yeah, that's the word uh, I want to use. Omar of Zera Biyantov. Kitu Rivmeir. Rivmeir, when he said you could take stacked bricks. Not on Shabbos, but on Yantav. Kim It's only Nisidirabanan. Mushum Simkas Yantav Shari. Simkas Yantav, they permitted you to take down the bricks. Shari Mutterbo, Ochonafish, you're even allowed food. Avalolu Shabbos, Mushum Tilto. Tosos, the Baden Tosos, speaks it out a little more clear. Omer is there, but Yantav, Pirsh, Hitira, Muksa, Mushum Ochonafish. You're allowed on Yantav to move Muksa for food. Avalolu Shabbos. And he brings the proof from that. Mekanyesh Raya Luritzvah Shapir Shlaud the Tilta Muksa Tiro Biyanta Mishum Ochel Nefesh. 
So that, that's the difference. So it's true. Stacked bricks are muksa. They're, you stack them up means that you're not using them for regular use. You put them aside for something. But for Yantif, you are allowed to. Back to the... Mm-hmm. Right. Outside to be able to give a shear later on Shabbos. Right. We're setting up uh, these things to sit on. It's individual bricks, or I, I don't believe it was stacked up bricks over there. But they I were. St- they were stacked up either, but it was still the, the act of, of moving something. It didn't say that they were necessarily prepared before Shabbos. Yeah, I'd have to have a look at that. But um, the question is. There's, I guess there's there's a dual question. When something is the muksa, is muksa something that's put aside, or is muksa something that you've indicated that you plan on using it? In other words, it, is it muksa because you've shown that you've put it away not to be used, or is it muksa? Uh, is it only non muksa when you do you need to indicate that you plan on using it? Uh, that, that's part of a bigger debate in the muksa category over here. But that's, that, that's part of this discussion, the fact that you've put them in a stack. Okay. Tiny Nami, we learned also like this, he says you can take down the wall of a note to be yantab. Omer, avalobu shabs. Omer, next subject. Chos Moshe Bekarka. So uh, the ropes in the ground. Rashi, Chos farm doors. He calls it farm doors. Whatever. Farm doors. <laughs> Uh, I think it means like where they dig in the ground and they sometimes they tie things up with ropes. Instead of a lock, they have like ropes, farm doors. Uh, I don't know, I don't know farmer doors. It's <laughs> some Yiddish word, for, uh, French word, frimdus. But at any rate, if you've got ropes in the ground, matir, uh, you're allowed to untie them on Shabbos. Uh, to uh, I think storage, uh, like underground storage things, sometimes there's a rope that's holding it closed. You're allowed to untie it. But you're not allowed uh, to um, uh, to cut it or unravel it. Uh, don't unravel it. Cut it. But if it's a rope on a vessel, uh, then you can cut it down. They talk about this in the old days when you went to a bakery they used to have those strings that they would tie those cakes, and you were allowed to break them open. Uh, those strings on Shabbos, the the uh, so that's is similar. So again, on the ground, you're not allowed to break it or cut it. You can you can untie it, uh, and it's not a it's not a strong knot. It's a um, uh, let's let's take a look at the second Rashi there, the first wide line. kigon boros, like a door that covers a pit. Umara cave has segurim that are closed bekishrikavolim with a rope. So next Rashi matir sekesher. You can untie that knot. The high love. It's not a permanent knot. Shar lahatu tamid. It's made to be constantly untied. So it's just like it. Uh, that, you, that you can untie, but you can't unravel it or cut it. But if it's on a vessel like a cake, matir umavkiya vechotik. Echabeshabes. You can do it on Shabbos and you can do it on Yantif. So we're talking about getting into stuff. We're saying that untying is not, this type of knot is not a, a secure knot. It's okay to untie it. Where's the question? You can do it on Shabbos, but you can't unravel it, and you can't cut it. On Yantuf, you're even allowed to untie it, and unravel it. So this goes further. This is more permissive. It sounds like on Yantuf, you can 
do whatever you want with these ropes. So the answer is, and we said before, you can only untie it, not unravel or cut. Hamani Rav this is a different opinion that goes like Rav Meir. He says you can even uh, uh, open it up, but it's an argument. I was going in the Rabban. Umi do they argue about these uh, rope knots on the ground? Vahatanya. that that even the Chachamin would admit to Rav Meir that on Shabbos um, you should untie it but not cut it or, or unravel it, but Yantuf, but in Yantuf they do agree, Matu Mafkiyavakotek. So uh, basically we're we're getting confused about everybody agrees you can untie. The question is, can you unravel? And can you cut? And Rivera said you could, and here we said that the, you couldn't, and now it, it sounds like he admits that he agrees with Rivera. So the answer is that there's multiple opinions.